What up? Okay. This is what we're going to start. You want to do with the introduction, question of the day, how you want to do it? Just jump right into it. We're going to do it like a normal episode. Aren't we recording now? Yeah, this recording. All right. Yeah, we're going to do it like a normal episode. All right. What up? What up? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Cancel Us Podcast. I'm your boy, Chris Russell. And I'm AJ Terry. And today, we got an actual episode outline. We actually yes. got some stuff planned. We're not just talking again. Exactly. The news been hot. It's been a bunch of stuff going on in the world. We're going to talk about something. So, yep. but first we're going to start with the question of the day, which is highly relevant with everything going on right now. Um, our question of the day today is how do you explain racism to other races? Now, what I mean by that is like, how do you explain how people discriminate against your culture to other people that don't understand it because it's it's came to our attention you know a couple of people they just don't they don't get the concept behind it they don't understand how it works a bunch of people that out here believe that it's dead exactly so let's clear that up now racism is not dead very much alive it's very much alive. It's very hard to explain, but we're going to... It's in different forms. Exactly. So we're going to try and break it down. AJ, go ahead. Break it down for him. What you, what you got? <laughs> yeah, I just threw right, you on so, the spot. <laughs> I, I see. <laughs> so if I were to answer that question, how do you explain um, racism to another race, especially a race that can't really see it like you can? First of all, <clears throat> nobody's going to fully ever understand, you know, what some other group goes through. Like I may not understand the racism that another group goes. Well, I'm not going to say that because it's in, it's in different forms and it's worse for some other groups. Yeah. But I'm saying, for example, you know, one of my white friends may will never understand what it's like to, you know, be in my position. Mm-hmm. So uh, you have to start with that. Um, first of all, they have to be open to listening because there's a lot of people that aren't and will just dismiss it because they've never ex- experienced it or haven't, you know, heard of anything like that. So um, you got to find somebody open to listening to your uh, point. And I think that's a, the, the biggest portion about it is even though you can't see it as well and you don't face it, being able to accept that it's there and a lot and if you really look and if you really say hey you know it's a lot of it's a lot on both sides on the person that's trying to explain it um explaining it in ways that they could see it yeah and the best way is to to do it in you know areas of everyday life that you know that they are exposed to exactly yeah so just have to explain it in that way and um and on the other person's side, be open to listening and be open to, you know, stop and self-examine. Like, hey, you know, maybe, you know, I don't really go through this when I go through their, go through certain situation, but they do. And I see that now. And even, yeah. and for some people who will never see it, just understanding that, hey, if I'm explaining it to you and if a lot of other group of people, I mean, a lot of people like me are explaining that this is happening, then it's probably happening, even though I can't explain. I can't relate to or I can't yeah. experience it. So just, you know, trusting that the other person, what they're saying is, is, you know, it's true. Actually true. Yeah. So it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of person, especially person on the receiving portion. It's a lot of, Hey, 
you know, I may not fully understand it. I may not be able to fully see it. And um, you have to accept that, hey, yo, it's, it's still going on. And then it, it's some people that see it every day that don't know how to recognize. Like when you're looking for something, for example, if you, if you say, if you look for a specific car when you're out, yeah. you're going to see a lot of that car. But if you're not looking for that car, you won't you're gonna see, just it. see it. pass by, yep. It doesn't mean that, you know, that it's type of there. car may have passed. Yeah. So you just may not have been looking out for it or may not have had to look out for it. So I really like a that. lot of that. That was a really good example. Like if you're looking for it, you're going to see it, but otherwise you're not really going to see it unless it's there. Like my way of seeing it is if you want to explain racism to somebody else that, you know, a different culture, you have to, both of you have to be on an equal understanding of, okay, perspective. If I tell you my perspective of things, you got to be able to look at it and be like, okay, I can see how it happening in my everyday life. Or even if you re- realistically can't see it, you just have that understanding that, okay, maybe it is taking place and they see it in their everyday life. So I'm going to try and yeah. understand it. And two, you can't be ignorant to the information that they tell you. So like, if you go into it and you're like, oh, I don't see why people have an issue. I don't see, I don't see like, the the facts that's lining up they're talking about they're, they're complaining about this this is going on they're saying they're not able to see it it's just ignorant because it's the the evidence is there if you ask somebody you google it you look at news stories you look at just social media you see racism all all across the board you just got to be able to look at it and know what you're looking for and it's still, and another thing is, one thing we have on our side is technology. So you can see, exactly. you can see people could see all those TikToks that people are talking about the slavery. People can see all of the, you know, people getting shot. And, and it's a lot of like seeing it and accepting it and being like, hey, this is what it is. Yep. So I think that's the best way in technology. I don't know if technology helps because people still see it and ignore it. Or yeah. they'll see it People as a joke and laugh. Yeah. Or they just won't. But it's there and it's just prevalent and very real. So it's just when you're talking about explaining to somebody, a lot Not of the burden kind of falls on the listener. Like, hey, it's exactly. Just, it's yeah. it's just as much coming from the person explaining it to the person that's listening to it. So if I'm trying to explain something to you and you're not really listening to the conversation, it's no mo- it's no point in me going further and wasting my breath. And that's kind of where we're at with like explaining racism in other cultures. It's kind of like if I'm going to tell you about it and you just going to continue to do what you're doing anyway, how am I going, how are we going to make a change somewhere along the line? Yeah. And it's very much you list, you taking the time to be like, okay, I understand that. I understand where you're coming from, your perspective, ask questions, be engaged in the conversation. Then I, I feel like we're making progress or we're getting somewhere and you have a better understanding of how to tell somebody that doesn't see racism. Hey, that's, that's kind of racist on the real. Like, and, it, and it's on the burden of the person sharing to share it in a way that they would understand it. And not just, you know, a lot of people start off with, Oh, you start off hurling insults or saying, yeah, or putting it in, not putting it in a mode where people want to listen to you. And then it makes it worse for the person you know, for it makes it even harder for the person to see that when all I see is you 
you know, attacking me instead of explaining to me what you see. Exactly. So it's a it's a lot of different stuff that you know both sides have to do in order to, but it's mainly on the listener. Hey, understanding and accepting that even though I don't experience it and I may not see it, it's still prevalent. Yeah, exactly. And then a lot of people they immediately have like we don't really have a specific person to center racism on. We don't just throw it at something. So we blame it on things like the current president or like government officials, or we just blame it on an entity. And then people would be like, well, if you don't like it, you know, you can go elsewhere, you can do whatever. And it's kind of, it's kind of like the way I see it in my mind, this may not, may not be accurate. It's like you're going to school and you're getting bullied. Like somebody's picking on you, picking on the way you look, the way you dress, all that stuff. And then they tell you at the end of the day, hey, what I said was joking. I was just joking the whole time. If you don't really like it, you can just transfer schools or you can go to a different lunch table or go to the other side, something like that. And it's a little bit more of just leaving. It's more of the pride of being like, hey, look, you're not going to disrespect my culture like that and think it's okay. I'm going to address you about it. It's not me hating on you. It's not me coming for your whole culture or whatever. I'm just saying, hey, what you're doing is very offensive to my culture. And I don't, I want you to acknowledge that. That's really yeah, the only thing. Yeah. Just saying like, Hey, you know, nobody's saying people talk about, cause America is really bad about racism. And it's, it's, it's mainly in part cause we're a melting pot of different groups and cultures. We're not like, it's not like in Asia or in any other country where it's just, it's, the predominant, the predominant is is one group. The majority is one group of people. It's it's a lot of different cultures here. Yeah. It's a lot of, and I hate it when people be like, "Hey, if you don't want to be here, you know, leave." And that's ridiculous because you know America does provide a lot of different opportunities. But the thing is, you know, America and the system is not perfect. So yeah. all you have to do is just just realize that we're falling short in the area, and nobody's saying you want to leave or anything and i mean when it comes to that black people y'all brought us over here so you can't just be like hey y'all y'all leave no you you brought us over here so but the the main thing is like i said just understanding that it there are problems and that just because you don't see them and just because you don't face them you know they're not not non-existent yeah so um yeah that's the main thing just being uh, able to see it, understand it. Yeah, and understand that just because you have frustrations with the country or area you live in does not mean you don't want to be here. Exactly. Stuff like that. I hate when people do blanket statements like that. Like, oh, I don't want to be here, just leave. That's ridiculous. You talking crazy. Like Exactly. It's just ridiculous. That's absurd. Wow. But... We, that was the question of the day. We're going to go ahead and uh, jump into the next topic. Be sure to tell us what y'all think about the question of the day and your thoughts, because we really look forward to hearing from you guys. Um, what's our first topic? Oh, yeah, oh. I got a, yeah, I got a little story to tell, man. Oh, yes. So the past week was, was kind of rough. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was really rough. I don't know if you noticed while we were playing PlayStation or something that I was I, I, was I noticed a couple a coughs. Yeah, and I, was I joked at it. <laughs> and, and the funny thing about it was when we was playing, 
I was like, you, you coughing a little bit. You, you good? You answer back. You ain't say nothing. <laughs> you, I was like, you, you got, you got the, the Rona, don't you? He's quiet the whole match. Let's, where are we landing? <laughs> so, because uh, I didn't know last week. Because so, um, a little background. I, I think we've been quarantined for what a month. Solid month. I think a week or two. Like I think I'm. It may be. I, I haven't been to work in like three weeks. So I'd say like, you know, the week after the quarantine, my job is technically an essential worker job. So I went in there, and they were practicing social distancing for the most part. But it's you know, if, the, if COVID is airborne and there was a lot of people in there sick, yeah. I work at I work at a, a shelter, so I, you know, yeah. help out with stuff, do stuff, whether it be behind the desk, whether it be on the computer different types of things and I'm in contact with a lot of people on a regular basis while I was and uh so it was a lot of people that were especially it was like during the beginning of the lockdown and um you know I started not feel so good I got a stuffy nose like I think I didn't come in I I work weekends at that job so I only I went in Saturday and I woke up Sunday feeling terrible so I I was I told my boss I said man I'm not coming in today he's like okay I understand you know and that whole week was really nerve-wracking because it was yeah I imagine it was you were coughing yeah and (laughs) I know I know they social in your house they social distancing yeah they do (laughs) no I was down here I was in the um instead of they put Joshua in in the room and Kim in her room and everybody kind of stayed away, and I did my little social distancing down here <laughs> in a uh, room, and I bunkered for like a week. That's why I was on PlayStation a lot. I was on the week. <laughs> I didn't really leave the room much. I kept my gloves on whenever I had to go, and I had a mask on when I you know, went to other rooms. The only <laughs> place I went was outside to get exercise because they said exercise helps. But yeah. The whole week was really, really nerve-wracking, and I was like, legit having trouble breathing and uh it was really scary so that sound like the rona but so uh yeah it did it did and <laughs> and i went to uh the doctor because one night i and another thing another bad thing that happened was i think it was a mix of anxiety and i'll tell you what i what i think it was after but yeah. um it was a mix of anxiety and you know i had this weird sensation in my throat and i couldn't sleep so like that's what I think that's what that's another thing that kind of messed up my sleep schedule was um when I started feeling bad I couldn't sleep so I would just stay up to like five six and then sleep out the day and uh and so uh, one time I was up and it was like two three in the morning and I couldn't really breathe like that I was struggling to get a good solid breath did they actually so, tell you what it was no so I went to the doctor in the hospital, and they and I got tested. I like they did an X-ray on my lungs. Uh, they checked my heartbeat. My, my they did check test for the flu. They did the and then uh, he was like, "Well, everything else came back normal, but you still feeling bad." He, Where do you work? You you work with around a lot of people? I said, "Yeah." Last week I was up at my job and I worked at the at the men's shelter of Charlotte. He said, yeah, get him a test. So, <laughs> get him the test. <laughs> yeah, they brought out the test. Man, they they shoved a little, uh, 
I don't know why I can't remember what those things are. I think because I don't, we don't, I don't use them, and we, and we stopped buying them. So we, they showed the Q-tip so far back up my nose. It was, and she was like, "Hey, you know, it's only gonna take a second. I know." Shoved it back up there. Yes, I, for like five minutes, I couldn't smell that right nostril. So I got the test. And, hey, real uh, quick. Um, this, this, this gonna hurt. <laughs> yep. And she just did it. And, uh, I got, it took, it took like five days to get the test back and it came back negative. Thank goodness. And, um, I know you was happy. Yeah, for real. So, uh, but it was, the whole thing was just like really scary, especially, you know, the fear. And then you see on the news, people dying every you know? day, somebody dying. It was- and then the thing is, you know, regardless of where you were, because I'm, just if I was, because just me being in the house, everybody else in the house would have been exposed. So yep. there was no, because we, no when avoidance. I first started, I was doing homework when I first started like feeling symptoms and we called my doctor and they have like a little helpline for COVID. And uh, she was like, you know, we were like, yo, is there anything, you know, we can do? I'm not really having trouble breathing. This was before I was like struggling to breathe. Yeah. And she was like, uh, not really. Everybody in the house has already been exposed if you haven't. So it's like so, already lost. Yeah. So that sucked. But um I think I think I just had like a regular cold for uh, or maybe a mix of allergies. That's and then like. the trouble breathing, I noticed because I got back on my regular routine trying to exercise every day. And yeah. I noticed I was having trouble doing that. I think it's, I did some research on some of my symptoms. I think it was exercise-induced asthma. So, mm. yeah, and and not to mention things that make it worse, cold air, and I usually do my runs in the afternoon when it cools down. Yeah. Like the air, especially like the past week, the air was really cold and it was hard to breathe and hard to finish. And pollen, usually pollen makes it. Ten times worse. I was about to say because I walk outside now and pollen just yeah, chill. it's bad. So uh, I think I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And then like when everything clears up, I'm gonna like go get an like official diagnosis and check everything out. But and make sure you ain't got. It. <laughs> yeah, no, I know I ain't have. I don't have that, but I I probably do have the asthma though. Yeah, well that's it's even, that big a deal. even more at risk if you got asthma. Yeah, I know. It's the patient. It's the people that got asthma and bronchitis, stuff like that. Those are the ones that that the Rona is really attacking, like really full force. So I don't know. I ain't, I'm not tripping after that. I'm, I'm, I haven't. I mean, I ain't really left the house but to run anyway in like a month. So yeah, I'm not really <laughs> tripping. So me on the other hand, I'm running to the store every ripping and running, man. Nah, I I just run to the store to get the essentials. Like then weeks before though, when they when it first started, I, you was all over. I was all over uh, across the state of North Carolina. <laughs> That's why she was like, like well, after we recorded that one day, I remember like, you know, ago, she was like, Yeah, Chris not coming back. No, he not coming back. <laughs> you said like, he yeah. where? Yeah, he not coming back. <laughs> and I completely understand. I was like, Yeah, I I would kick me out too on the real. Yeah. So but yeah. that that those yeah. first couple of weeks, I was it was free, and then after everybody started actually like getting serious and it was really hunkering down, I knew it was real. When I went up to Walmart 
and I was standing in line for 15 minutes. That was that was when I knew the the Rona was really hitting home. So I knew it was hitting home. We got that stay at home order, and like even the week before we got the stay at home order, they was telling, they told my brother and sister to stay home from school, and my mom and dad to stay home from work. So I was like, oh yeah, this is this is serious. It's serious. And, and now, it started affecting, and when it's and then when it started affecting more than just old people, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, young people, that's when it's, everybody started to sit down. down. The crazy thing is, you can't walk in the store now. The store just feels weird, like walking in. No man, I ain't, I, I ain't been out the house. We've been ordering groceries. <laughs> I've been going to food line up the street, and the air just smells different. I'm afraid to breathe when I walk in there. Cause it's all people wearing masks and then it's like the the rare few that's not, they got the glass, the plexiglass all up on the, the cash registers everywhere. I'm afraid to touch stuff. I only touch what I'm came in there to get. Man, I, you gotta just, stay strapped. We got <laughs> gloves, masks, everything. Anybody like, cause we order groceries, then you got to go pick them up from the store. So my, when they go get them, it's gloves, masks, decked out. Oh, all gear. My mom almost had to push one lady because she was getting too close. <laughs> was, yeah. No game. Social no dis- game. They, yeah. Somebody did that to me the other day. I'm standing in line. I'm I stand like a good 10 feet apart just, just to be extra safe. And this lady walks up two feet behind me. I, I about elbow. My mom's sitting up, up there like a little helicopter. <laughs> hey. Remember how they had you? Remember in the first tee when they had you do the little the warm up? Sure yeah. I was in your box when you were swinging so you hit anybody and you put yeah. your club out and swung it around in a circle. Oh my god! Yeah, make sure nobody's near you. Ain't no games. Mm-hmm. This one, the rotor doesn't change. I, I'm I'm curious to see how it's gonna change after, like once we get like the stay at home thing released. I'm curious to see when it releases when it's actually gone. Exactly when it's actually gone. Are they still gonna keep the plexiglass up and the little social distancing and all that? I think we're gonna be no. social distancing for the next year. I can see that. I can see, and I'm gonna be personally. You know, I'm gonna be on edge. I'm not gonna be touching. It's gonna be. I think it's I'm gonna be safe for happen. a long time, but I think for at least maybe a year, year and a half, I'm gonna be like, hey, bro, space man. After the Rona thing. I mean, yeah, after the Rona, now somebody get the coughing around me. It's like, look, <laughs> hold up now. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, hey. You didn't cover your mouth, man. Yeah, I don't see no covering of the mouth. Come on, bro. Wait, Better. Hold up. What do you mean, the Rona? Don't. Don't, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. <laughs> you don't know. It's going to be interesting once they do lift the thing. But some states are already trying to lift the the stay at home order. So yeah, we can we can slide right into that next topic. <laughs> slide right into I'll the see, next topic, <laughs> see, which is first of all, initially we ain't gonna talk about the we we'll, we'll get to the quotes from the other people in a minute. Yeah, the people in a minute. But personally, that is ridiculous. It's ridiculous because they started. They said the first thing they opened is barbershops, hair salons. Bowling alleys. Those are the yeah. first couple things opening, and they that is beach absolutely ridiculous. Yep, they got beaches in Florida opening up. 
that they already that closed late because people were out there for spring break. Yeah, you know we got friends. That's <laughs> got the whole the thing. <laughs> they got beaches opening up. Uh, I think Georgia's got something. They trying Georgia to trying to open up as much as possible. Yep. And personally, I don't think we're ready. We no, ain't, the death rate is still rising. What it's do you mean still rising. Yes. <laughs> Plus, ain't nobody do no social dis- distancing while we was quarantined, so-called quarantine. I was still getting stuck in traffic Yeah, out in quarantine. And that makes me, I, I know, because I was out there in the world. I was part of the problem. But still, ain't nobody listen. Ain't nobody stay at home. And the law wasn't enforced it. I rode by police about 10 times. They just rolled by like nothing was happening. It's like, we needed, we needed authority like uh, India, where they was out there hitting people with sticks. <laughs> that was funny. That, <laughs> that's the type of authority we need, because we hard-headed. People it's don't it. listen. Get, Are you just going to get in Did you see down in Mexico when uh, they were, everybody was sitting around in that table playing cards, and the police rolled through, and everybody ran? Yep. <laughs> They're not playing any games. No. China, even China, even though they've been messing up, doing stuff and hiding stuff, they've been uh, spraying down the street. The yeah, I saw a video. You saw the video the other day where they the whole street was covered in foam, block to block. Nobody was out there. They was Braided cleaning the. Now. It was cleaning yeah. the streets. Out exactly. <laughs> we out here in quarantine, and they just they trying to open stuff back up already. Now, the death rate in Georgia jumped. Like the other day, yep. Like, come on now, bro. Why are you pushing the economy? It's gonna be okay. And then, if we got money to do all these other projects, y'all can. The economy will be fine until we <laughs> get back. It's not worth, you know, risking Killing half people's lives. Exactly. Really, and people really out here thinking, oh, once the ban is lifted, I can. I'm good to go. No, you're not good to go. <laughs> you not stay at home. Stay. And you can. Protesting. Yeah. Yes. Out in the streets in talking large about, crowds. Talking about it's my right. Uh, did you see the today? Did you see the picture of the people in the mask and the AR-15s at the white at the uh, at the their local official office? Yes. Trying to protest the virus. Trying to protest the virus with a mask on, and some people just out there blatantly call it a lie. COVID nineteen is a lie. And then people out there calling it a hoax. People saying that. Um, you know, it's it's not real. They're saying that uh if it's not real, don't buy another mask. Buy leave the mask for the they people. obviously don't care. They was out there and then they was out there with with assault rifles like they was gonna shoot the virus. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> Who you firing at? Exactly. <laughs> they protesting the virus. Did you That's see the, the, the controversial it. image of that lady in the truck and that healthcare worker? Yes. Yeah. Know, what are you doing? What are you out there for? It's a, talking about this an infringement on my rights, man. Do you want to die? For, we they did it for the safety, for your safety, for you exactly. to stay in the house and not get sick. And you out here. The one time you don't agree with some Trump doing, and he out here, and you just gonna go out here and do this. Exactly. I don't have any remorse for you if you get it. No remorse. <laughs> None. Oh, a protester dies from COVID nineteen. Dang. It is what it is. It is what it is. Hope the family all right. <laughs> Anywho. Any <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like you oh, was man. out here 
risking your life to protest a virus that killed you. That's what it's come, that's what it's come down to. People are bored. Quarantine is making people go crazy. They're doing the wildest stuff. It's, it's crazy, man. But yeah, they talking about opening stuff up. They were talking about, they trying to, they talking about opening up stuff here and in, in a bunch of other states. We are nowhere close to being ready. Yep. Nowhere close. And and let's not talk. We can talk about, uh, let's, let's hear what some of the celebrities who were blowing up on Twitter had to say about this. Exactly. Right now, we got uh, two, and might I add, both of them doctors. Well, not Dr. Uh, Phil. Dr. Phil, Dr. They Phil, say he, he doc, they, they said he didn't you know, get his license or whatever. Reinstated, yeah. <laughs> With something. I don't know, but he's not an official. He's not a real doctor. Dr. Oz was talk, was on, the, on Fox News talking about opening up schools. And he yep. said, quote, the opening of schools may only cost us 2 to 3% in terms of total mortality. Any life, is, any life is a life lost, but to get every child back into a school, that might be a trade-off some folks would consider. Exactly. That is absolutely ridiculous. 2 to 3% is millions of kids. Hey, <laughs> 2 to 3% of the population's kids. And, and I know his kids ain't going back to school. You if know, he does have kids. He, he they, his kids are getting homeschooled, and she's sprayed down at the door. Like, <laughs> none now, bro. You're not having two three percent kids. Now it is an issue with kids. You know, it's come some kids rely on school to eat. Yeah, and some I understand kids, that domestic school situations, lunch, but, school lunch, that type of deal. They getting their education. They're trying to better their life. But you're looking at it from the Thanos perspective. Yeah, the way hey, you just said sacrifice, sacrifice we have to make. You know, education more important than this Rona right now. Oh, and how you gonna ridiculous. teach these kids about a virus that's going on right now? You gonna go in there and teach them about the plague? And, and what teacher you gonna go in there? What I'm not going in there. <laughs> and say, AJ, Mr. Terry, you need to get Zoom. Exactly, you can Zoom me. I'll, exactly. I'll be in the meeting. I'm. You That's ridiculous. Especially kids out of all kids are the most dangerous because they nasty just touch everything. Feel the need to touch poles, lick poles, just face each other. Just pick it's up gonna be dirt. more than two to three million. And it's two gonna be it's gonna be more than two to three percent. Just solely because kids have no remorse or they have no What's the word I'm looking for? They don't have no concept of germs. They're nasty. It's simple. <laughs> they're just, it's nasty. Like, like you they can need, put, you could. to be all of that. You can drench them in hand sanitizer when they get home, but it's by then it's probably too late. Because one kid, kids don't cover their mouth when they're on the bus. They don't cover their mouth when they at lunch, when they just in class, just coughing, open, <laughs> just. Let's, um, let's hear what uh let's hear what Dr. Phil had to say. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty people a year die from poverty, and the poverty line is getting such that more and more people are going to fall below that because the economy is crashing around us, and they're doing that because people are dying from the coronavirus. I 
get that. But look, the fact of the matter is we have people dying. We, 45,000 people a year die from automobile accidents, 480,000 from cigarettes, 360,000 a year from swimming pools, but we don't shut the country down for that. But yet we're doing it for this. And the fallout is going to last for years because people's lives are being destroyed. And, and the best comment right under that video on Twitter was, None of those things are contagious. <laughs> That's got to be one not of a, the dumbest things I have not ever Not a single heard. one is contagious. And not to mention, who relates a virus to car crashes, swimming pools, and what was the last one he, he related to? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Like, he said car crashes... Is getting such that more and more are doing that because the matter is we have 480,000 from cigarettes. 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 Yeah, come on, all those are not, none of those are contagious and it's caused by, you know, being around people. No, no. That's ridiculous. And it's I, just more people just coming out saying stupid mess that doesn't I don't help. See, I don't see his thought process on that one. The math, I mean, the math ain't really adding up. Really, don't add up. It does <laughs> it not add up. It doesn't even really come add. close to adding up. Like the coronavirus is just getting passed around just by people walking by someone being in the same air as somebody having a coronavirus. And it can sit there for three hours. <laughs> if I walk by somebody that just got in a car crash, I'm not gonna go and wreck my car ten minutes later. That's the correlation doesn't mix. It's not it's not there. So uh Dr. Phil. Uh, celebrity doctor out here. A celebrity doctor. Stick That's to the family affairs. Just stick to the family affairs. Exactly. Don't, That's ridiculous. I don't know why they thought he was a credible source for some science. Because that was blasphemy. Ridiculous. You do have to worry about, you know, the economy and all that stuff. But no, no, no. Focus, focus on people too, man. And people not being able to, like, for example, with this stimulus check, man. It's people that that stimulus check will only cover their mortgage or one thing. Yeah. I I don't have any family or anybody to take care of, so I can I can keep my check. But not to mention it's, that's being taxed. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's people that need more than that, and people who still have to pay you know different bills. And I heard one guy make a suggestion. He was like, "Hey, just why don't we cancel most of their most of people's payments or hold them off?" Or what, what he said, do was, when it, especially when it comes to, like, mortgages, just add the remainder when everything gets clears up. Add the – stop payments, but then add as many times, as many uh, for a specific time, and then add that time, add it to your mortgage. So if your mortgage is, you know, four months, if you uh, re if you hold payments, just add the three months – I mean, add the uh, – at the months that you didn't pay to the end of it when everything, you know, clears yeah. up. And then, and so that people can, you know, and get back in their life. Most of their stuff, most of their uh, payments, so they can use that money to just get food and essential items. So it exactly makes a difference. Exactly. So 500 like, is nothing for, <laughs> for me, it's a lot because I don't have any bills really. But for somebody who's like, if you gave just $1, living $1, to my day. parents without working, man, that's nothing. Yeah, yep. That's like, crazy. Um, don't get me wrong. Like, he does have a fair point when it comes to the economy and worrying about 
how everything's going to be run. And we, and yeah, is the risk is greater than the reward at the end of the day. We we did do a very a fairly well job in terms of converting over once the virus got bad. Like it was, no, nah, it was a job at all compared to just completely shutting shutting down. We was able to turn most of our stuff over to technology. We was able to get education. Oh, oh the people? Yeah. yeah, the people. I themselves. thought you were talking about the government preparedness. No, 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 no. no. They, no. Didn't, they didn't do well the at people, all. The people themselves, we was able to turn mostly everything over to technology with the education, Zoom accounts, all that stuff. And then we was able to jump right into um, food being mobile and making keeping restaurants open to online. Work. We was good in terms of converting everything so we could do social distance in the correct way. As, as much as we but could. As much as we could. A bunch of people falling through the cracks. Can't yeah. work. Yeah. Can't, can't do stuff. Of course, know. we lost a lot of business just because they couldn't get back. They couldn't convert over quickly enough. But given... Can't convert it on. You run a... Given the time... You run a mattress store or something. Or you, and you work in a, or you work in a mattress store. <laughs> It's stuff like that. It's a lot of people. It's hundreds of millions of people that you know falling through that crack, and they yeah. can't pay their bills. And this little stimulus isn't going to do much for them. No, I agree. The stimulus, the one-time payment of twelve hundred dollars, is not really going to be beneficial to the average working middle-class family. Like, yeah. that's barely how much that's they nothing. a month on groceries. That's one and, thing. That's one, and that's just grocery, not to mention all the bills they got to call and see if they can get stimulus relief or uh, coronavirus relief while they're not working. So in terms of the government, we didn't really do a, a fairly good job of converting over. Like it was, it was rugged and rough. It still is. We're still trying to figure that one out. The stock market's going, luckily it's going back to normal uh, fairly now the prices are starting to get back to normal except gas gas is still low but like i agree uh on that i agree on that for like part of it like yeah government it's next door oh really all right it just decided to play itself all right but um i, I lost my train of thought what was i talking about talking about the oh yeah on that tip on i agree on that tip like the government uh government spending and controlling how the government's gonna work while the coronavirus is down that's something we're still learning we're still trying to be messed up yeah we had the man it was a plan in place and he 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 took it up took it out yeah yeah and then and then he just he relegated the you know what they're gonna do in terms of coronavirus relief this last week, he said the states can do what they want. That's why you hear states talking about opening up. Yep. So it's it's not they're not handling it well at all because of it. People are dying. Yeah, and they're still trying. We're still trying to figure that one out. So yeah, I hate to see how these next couple of weeks gonna go. It's some talks of opening back up, and then it's some talks of staying ex- closed, extending it on to June. So regardless of whether they open it up or not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moving for a while. I'm good. I'm, I'm going to sit here at home, do whatever, do my homework. Exactly. About to have to register for these classes. Have you registered for classes yet? Nope. I meant to ask you. Nope. Me neither. I got to register for my classes. Same. So I'll be here on the PlayStation, learning new skills, exercising. Exactly. 
I'm, I'm not. Hey, y'all can open up all you want. Exactly. Might slide through. And if you're listening to this and they opening things up now or next couple of weeks, don't be dumb. Don't be a guinea pig and, and <laughs> end up messing up with your life and getting sick. Stay inside if you can. If you can't, now you can't help it. If you absolutely can't help it, don't go out there to get a haircut. You know, you're not going anywhere. You don't need to look presentable. Stay at home. Don't worry about it. Everybody looking rough. Yes. This, that's one of the things about that came out of the coronavirus. Everybody is on the same level in terms of looking rough. Even the yes. females. Everybody's looking a little out of, out of the weather. If you so can't paint everything... your tainel, toenails at home, it's fine. If you need, don't need to get your hair done, put that scarf on. Exactly. Put, put a hat on. on. You're not going anywhere. You're going to be fine. Exactly. Just wait a couple of weeks. Once everything clear up, the numbers start to go down. That's when you go out. Everybody going to style on each other. We're going to have a specific day. But the thing gonna, is, the number's going to spike because it's going to be people that, oh, this is going. I could go out and then the, the numbers shoot right back up. Yeah. The death toll goes higher. Crazy thing is, even with the coronavirus, sundress season still wasn't canceled. I've seen people in Walmart wearing sundresses. Oh, Every time I went to Walmart, <laughs> sundress. Lord. Sundress season never quit. They <laughs> said never quit. But, um, we're going to go ahead and jump into our next topic. Um, now, this is not even relating to the, well, it, it does relate to the coronavirus, but it's more on the racist side of the thing. Um, Lululemon is under fire for uh, releasing a new clothing line. Here, I'm going to just go ahead. You Should I just share my screen? I'll yeah. just share my screen. Here. All right. Make sure people this. listen on the podcast and hear it. Here, here's what we're going to do. The athletic wear company Lululemon has apologized after its art director shared a post of a bat fried rice shirt design that was criticized as being racist. Trevor Fleming, the senior global art director of Lululemon, shared a link on Sunday via Instagram to the t-shirt design first posted by... Put your mic close to the speaker. Hmm? Put your mic on the speaker. Hey, computer. The shirt was titled Bat Fried Rice and was available to purchase for $60. Bat Fried Rice? <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Texas Lieutenant uh, Let's not. <laughs> I'm one of wow. them people that couldn't, couldn't cut the autoplay off. <laughs> but yes. Lou dude really came out. Lululemon, they basically hired um, an artist to come in and design one of their shirts. And uh, somebody in his circle thought it was, he, he actually came up with the idea, but nobody in his circle decided to tell him that this wasn't it when he designed a shirt with a, that just said uh, bat fried rice on the front. And it was a Chinese cup, the little Chinese, yep. That's it right there. Little Chinese cup and it's take out no. rice bowl with wings <laughs> on it. And no thank you on the back. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's wild. It's racist as I don't know what towards the somebody said had to have seen it and just said, Hey. Somebody nobody that fried rice. Come on now, at that, a time like this, man. <laughs> That's come on now. And they they really they didn't say a word about it. Just looked at it. It was like, yeah, I approve. Shoot. 
Throw that, throw that stamp on it. This I'm sure. Look, I ain't gonna lie. This shirt looks no. hard, but it's that was the it's one thing wrong. we talked about before. This shirt is hard though. It's I'm hard. not even gonna cap. The shirt go hard. It got the uh, <laughs> the logo look fire, and the letters is fire, but. It's wrong. It's, wrong. it's racist, and I would, I would never, never buy it. it. I would never wear it. I wouldn't buy it either. But see, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and you really thought that was a good idea. You just woke up and was like, you know what? Bat fried rice. And the people approved it. They approved it. Somebody need to lose their job. Whoever approved that shirt when he sent it in. That's what I'm needs trying to go. That's what I'm trying to figure out with companies. When it comes to making products, I know it has to go through a three-step approval process before it even gets to the table, before it gets to marketing. So that means he has to design it, show it to his colleagues. They got to approve of it. Show it to the company. They got to approve of it. And then they show it to the marketing team, and they got to approve of it, and then market it. I think this is – I think this – with this, I think it was like I think it's I don't think as many hands as especially with some company like Lululemon. I don't think as many people saw it like that. I think it was like they have people who filter in stuff that designers send and mm-hmm. then decide whether they can do it. That and I think it may be one or two people, and then the people that put it on the site. But I think for them, I think it's less people that that now when a company like Louis Vuitton or one of them does some. Or display some at a fashion show with millions of people there. And yeah. They got, they got, and it comes from them personally, like one of their designers, not some outside source. That's when you, you wrong and really wrong because you put this out, and at least six people saw it. They do tests on whether they, whether certain products will sell in certain areas. Yeah, and hundreds of people in that companies had to have seen it and was like, hey, and nobody said anything, and they still dropped, and now you're issuing an apology. See, this is still wrong. That dude, whoever uh, approved it and said, hey, we'll take the design off of you. Here's the money. They need to lose a job. Yeah, but I still think, like, um, I agree. They do go through a different approval process just based on the company. But a company, like Lulu, a company like Lululemon, they they already, like, they got expensive clothes from what I'm told. And that's like the they got higher up uh, fabrics, so they did. I'm, my guess is they did have to go through at least like a focus group or some type of something where it was like, hey, how would this how would this product work? Because businesses they don't just put products out. Make sure they put it through a focus group or a social media group just to see the response it would get. And yeah. there was a focus group that approved of this shirt design. And the, work is, the worst part is stuff like that don't doesn't even need a focus group to for you to be like, all it needs is some guy saying, oh, that doesn't look right, man. Or yeah. the guy who created it. Like, hey, come on now. One, it, it takes one person to be like, yo, you know that's going to be... This is not it. That's going to be racist when you put it out. You know that, right? And oh, no. for some reason, they ignored his sign, so... I'm going to need the people that approved of this to be evaluated. Not fired, just evaluated. Something. You're making my company look bad. And this is this is a continuous trend with companies. They continuously putting out stuff 
and then getting backlash because it's racist because no one told them that the approval wasn't it. I think they need a social media, a black Twitter or, or just a Twitter social media group to, to come through and let them know if the product is going to work well in the world. Because one of the first places in today's society, one of the first places that a product goes through is social media. And then it goes through the the stores and all that stuff in terms of marketing. Something, man. That's ridiculous. That fried rice, bro. That doesn't even need a social group, bro. As soon as I heard that. <laughs> Come on, man. You know what you're doing. Bat fried rice. Listen to that. I hear it. I hear it. He knew what he was doing. Bro knew what he was doing. Um, yeah, but that was just a bad. I think he he was going in a different direction and it just missed the mark. He wasn't, he knew what direction he was going. I think I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. He was going going in a different direction. He was coming at it. No, from his perspective. I'm 20. I heard that immediately. Come on now. I don't know. There's no way. He probably had a different perspective of being like, oh, uh, since the coronavirus probably came from bat, somebody eating bat in wonton, you know, we gonna go ahead, (laughs) we gonna go ahead and I'm gonna make bat fried rice. And that's even worse if he stood there and sat there and sat there and was like, hey, (laughs) I'm gonna just make fun of the situation. And first, another thing, it didn't even come from bats. They don't know where it came from. It did not. That was a myth. Yeah, it's speculation. I know. <laughs> but it's been used to be like racist and xenophobic to the people. So, nah, he knew he, he had to know what he was doing. Bat fried rice and he's at home because of Corona. Come on, man. Come on, man. My thing is, that's the best you could do. Bat that's the best rice. you could do. It went through and it obviously got passed. He they had to have it. some other designs or something. Like, Hey, they consulted him multiple times for other products, and he just said, "You know what? This bet for I'm gonna see if it'll slide and let it through." That okay? I, I can see, see that. that. I can see that. He I'm was make like, this on purpose and see if they let it through, and, and they absolutely let it through. <laughs> I can definitely, I can see that. Like he gave him a couple of designs, and it was like, "Yeah, this ain't really hitting. This ain't what we was looking for. We looking for something that'll, you know, boom the market, make it out there." And he threw the most left wing thing he could, and <laughs> they took it, ate that up. So, yeah, that was ridiculous. If it, if, okay, serious question. Without the context, without any of the context behind, if it, I see a, a, come on now, bro. Without the a fried rice box, even with the wing, with no words, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. A box you, of fried rice. A box of fried rice with, with bat wings on it. That's bad. That's bad. Would you, without the context, would you buy it? Without any of the context? I'd buy it if we weren't, if that wasn't, I'd buy the shirt if it went, if we weren't going through the pandemic or like, because that looked like something you see at H&M for real. Oh, it's an h H&M t-shirt for real. That looked like just an H&M t-shirt. And if it weren't associated with the whole eating bats myth, yeah, I'd buy the shirt because the shirt looks hard, but it, but because of that and because of the times we in, you can't do that, bro. You can't do that. Because yeah. it's like other than that, other than the well, other than the whole racist thing, you know. <laughs> other than the whole part that is racist. Yeah. The design so, was there. It just it wasn't 
It was what a bad, 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 it was bad about political. And especially, uh, I think he did it intentionally. That's what makes it worse. Because mm-hmm. other, because uh, if we weren't going through a pandemic and there was nothing, no, nothing tied to that thing, the shirt would have been just fine. Like we, if that shirt dropped uh, last year, yeah, there'd have been there'd have been no issue. But because of what it was, because of the whole thing, so yeah, he. He knew what he. I feel. I know he knew he, what he was doing, and he was trying to. He canceled for that. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> but uh, speaking of cancel, we have reached the end of the show, and a part of the show, we would like to call. AJ, you want to introduce it? Cancellation vindication. We ain't done cancellation vindication in like a month and a half. It's been a solid month. It's yes. been a solid month. <laughs> it's good to hear it back. Same, but go ahead, break it down. Cancel vindication. Cancellation vindication is essentially where we bring uh, an issue or a topic or mainly usually a specific person or a company to the forefront, and we treat it kind of like a case. So if they're up for trial for being canceled, we bring the case up, evaluate it, and determine whether they should or shouldn't be canceled. Yeah. Cancellation vindication. Yep. All right. And, this uh, week's victim. Uh, the Vine replacement app, TikTok. Go ahead. We put them on the ballot to be canceled, specifically because of a recent trend going on on TikTok. Um, how racist can you be? How racist can you be? That's literally that. That's I could. That's the trend. And it's not centered towards black people. It's centered towards just about everybody. But majority, oh, it's centered, but every majority black people that's being tricked, that's being attacked. And it's funny because the people that do it afterwards, they'll be like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting it to do this, or I wasn't expecting the backlash to come back and bite me." In the come on now, come on now, come on now. why are you doing the first? Place? Why are you doing it in the first place? That's. Okay. It, is literally, oh, it's literally maybe a million, maybe two million jokes you can make in the world. There's two There's million. so many ideas you come up with for TikTok. Get up there and dance or something again. You can like get everybody. up there and make a bowl of soup on TikTok and just make it funny. Just do something original, something, something different. But just going on no, there, racist and being blatantly racist. Like, what You're are you talking? Multiple videos this past week of yes. people making jokes about slavery, talking, how's my form when you're picking cotton? It's been three to four. The good thing, though, is Twitter came in and stepped up. Yes, it stepped up to took the care of these people. And took care of all the ones that went viral. Yep. I know there's still a couple circling around the web. They're going to get to you. Don't worry about it. You next. But for the people that they already got, think cancel about what you Twitter did. cancel culture does not play. It doesn't. It really doesn't miss. They Girl go on there, on there making they, TikTok. Heard they got two kids expelled. Yep. Uh, they got two kids expelled from school. They took her college scholarship took her away. College scholarship took his wrestling career. Scholarship. Yep. Um, they Snips. got another girl. Got her expelled. Mm-hmm. They they go running through the works. They making sure because you putting your information out there one, and you doing people it. People don't care. They investigate. They, they drop. I saw. I looked up. They dropped her address. Yes. 
they not playing games. And all you got to do is not follow the trend. Just don't do stupid. Don't be racist. Don't be racist. It's not hard. You at home. I understand you bored. You got to find something to do. You want something to talk about. You want people to talk about. You want attention. But don't be racist. Got that attention you ordered. You got the attention. But the wrong People running away with that, man. Sending her letters. Oh, they they they, still going. She still added to school. And I don't I don't approve of the death threats and all that, but on the same note, she did bring this on herself. Actions have consequences. You know the consequences for being on Instagram or TikTok or doing something ridiculous in 2019, especially when people have the most access to information. Yeah. I could sit up here and find your phone, house number, school, where you go to school, just All on the in a matter computer. Of a second. Yes. Yeah. It's not that hard. Mm-mm. Especially with the technology who, we got today. You come there's on. people who are willing to go even further. Google, people was calling the school, writing letters. Exactly. Google done got to the point where it can identify a person based off the picture. Yep. So y'all, y'all really in trouble. We mm-hmm. just don't do it. Don't do don't anything. Be, don't be smart about it. Be smart. Because don't do really it. Or don't you, come on now. You setting on. yourself up. For but if you do it, be ready for them consequences. Be ready don't for the back. Sitting up here and apologizing. You can go viral over so many different things. It was one lady. She went viral over making carrot bacon. Overnight, carrot bacon. You haven't seen that. Bacon. Yeah, you ain't seen that? Vegan carrot bacon? What is Vegan that? Carrot, carrot, and boy, it sounds good. Look up Tabitha Brown on it. Shout out Tabitha Brown. She out here making Is carrot. that the, the black lady on the, that does the talks in that voice? Yes. Talk oh, like your auntie. I love her yes, I love videos, I, man. Overnight success. She went over, she made that, I first seen her when she made the carrot bacon video. And she been apparently been making vegan food for yes, weeks. bro. She made me want to try some. She made some that vegan bacon cheeseburgers, bro. Yes. Oh my god. She gosh. made uh tacos. She made uh Jack. I think it's Jack. She food. made pulled pork out of yes. out of mushrooms. Yes. I was like, what? What? She's like, I've been I've been having a hankering for pulled pork. Yeah. Like so, like that. <laughs> yes. I love her voice. She's like, she's like, what do carrots and bacon have in common? We gonna make some carrot bacon. I was like, "Oh my goodness, what?" I haven't had pork in twenty some years, but I got a hankering for some pulled pork. Bro, but yeah, um, be more like her. Go viral for stuff that people can actually look at and be happy about, and then you can have a career. But now you just ruined. Be stupid. It. Simple. Don't be stupid. And I think that's today's lesson. You hiding around your friends, so so we don't even have to give a verdict, you know. I, do we? Do we gotta give a verdict? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I so. pretty self-explanatory. Unanimous so vote. That, hey, exactly. We really All gotta... in favor of canceling them. Say aye. 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 <laughs> we <know>. back. <laughs> and then we talking about racist TikTok. TikTok been out here giving information to China. Everybody that got an account. Yep. That's why I'll be watching TikToks without an account. <laughs> I watch probably it. got my information anyway. No problem. on my phone, but yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. But but yeah. That's today's episode. I hope you another episode of Cancel's Pod. Don't be stupid. Uh, don't be racist. Uh, 
Be creative. Be safe. Be safe. Stay inside. I don't care what they tell you. Unless if you really like have to go out. But if you don't have to go out, like I said, you don't need a haircut right now. Everybody's here is jacked up. Yes, everybody looking. I need a cut too. I I can't take my hat off and show you. Take that hat off, bro. No, no, no. Take it off. Anyway, uh, everybody is in the same. Take it off anyway. Bored. Patriots trash. Okay, now you about to be some trash next year. Talking blasphemy now. You saw. You saw who got Gronk. We not gonna talk about that. We not even Tom in Florida. Not even gonna talk about it. We not even gonna talk about it. Just leave it alone. All right. What you mean? We we'll just leave it alone. I'm mad about that. I'm Gronk and Tom. He said, "No, nah, I'm coming back, but I'm gonna come back on another team." For a one-year contract, I'm one gonna come year. back on that team. You got to be kidding me! I could, I could really gonna see what Belichick is about. Yeah, if we he, really are about that winning this year. The draft is tomorrow, so we are gonna see what the franchise is about. Hopefully, they could. We ain't gonna be nice for. I mean, we still going to uphold our, our record, but we're not going to be, like, nice, nice till for a couple of years. I can, mm. I, can, I can live with that. Mm. Can you? Yeah, of course. Because a lot of Patriots fans just bandwagon. We, we no. about to filter out. Ain't nobody. See, it's a lot of people jumping ship. Ain't nobody bandwagon over here. I still got my Patriots gear. Okay. I'm, I'm good. It's locked. Y'all up. haven't been tested like we have. The oh, other groups have. oh, yeah. Now we get tested. Now we battle tested. Gronk, you know, the numbers gonna be looking thin. Gronk was a jumping ship. Gronk was a heartbeat. He was. Uh, I was. Ex- I wasn't expecting him to come back in the league and jump ship like that. But gonna be Florida's heartbeat. Hey, and watch Florida mess it up. Watch Florida mess it up. No, I'm gonna laugh if they mess up Tom Brady because mm-hmm. they O line. I don't know. I don't know what Florida's offensive line looking like, but. Tom ain't very fast. You're in Tampa. And Gronk can't block Let him. Let him get one hit. <laughs> one, one good one, hit. One I'm going to die, die laughing. You get popped. <laughs> get injured. It's a wrap. <laughs> End of the it's season. A it's a wrap. Tom ain't kind of going nowhere. That whole line, they better spend – they picking up all these other players. Y'all better spend some money on that line. <laughs> that line. Look, Tom – dollar contracts. Look, I need blockers. I need people that's going to block because you know I can't run. You know – Mama. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> I'm not running. No, I can't unhook the trailer. None Talk of that. Social distancing little bubble. I'm going to have to throw this bomb. <laughs> and Gronk can't run that fast. He big, but he ain't going to be able to run that fast. So, it's about to be an interesting season for him. I'm, he has targets down there, too. All of, all their wide receivers are fire. He got Mike targets. Evans. It, yes. It, it's just the whole line. Can he throw it to the targets without getting he hit? He don't have time to. Especially going against defenses. Oh my goodness. Like number one defenses, they about to run through him. So Tom, Tom better be ready for them hits. Y'all be ready be ready for them losses. Hey, nah, our O line is still nice. We just need somebody to get back there and throw the ball up in the air. Mm. We just we still got Edelman. That's all we need. <laughs> that's that's really all we need. Mm. Like, as soon as I heard them words come out your mouth. Let's just go ahead in this episode, man. I'm just, oh, man. We're going to be all right at the end of the day. We're going to be all right because we you got say it. so, but. You say Half so, nation. but. Half Both nation. up. You saw we dropped some new uniforms the other week. The other Still day. garbage. <laughs> garbage. Garbage. Right, garbage. We about to pick up. Hopefully, we pick up a quarterback in the draft. We got Tua. You know your. Our you Jalen know which Hurts. pick you got? 
Uh, no, but I know we. I'm pretty sure we got top. I think I don't know. I think we got a top fifteen. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, I got Demar. I want to see who the Patriots got for their uh, draft pick. I know it's. No, I don't. Hold on. Because I like I, I don't. I don't want Tyler Taylor to be our quarterback at the start of the year. Let's see where we at. Where we at? Oh, we have we got the number six pick, so we can get a good quarterback if we do. Let me see the NFL draft lineup. But the thing, the things they're saying that we pass on a quarterback and pick up one in another round, we should probably get. They say the mock draft expects us to pick up a linebacker out of Clemson. Oh, Bengals got the number one draft pick. Yeah, they about to get Joe Burrow. Yep, yep. I see that. Uh, dang, see. we didn't get. Come on now, we missing a quarter. Cause y'all did y'all y'all season was kind of good. Yeah, but we missing a quarterback. We gonna get thirty fourth pick. Thirty <laughs> fourth. It's a twenty third on here at least. Let me see. Yeah, we, we at least get twenty third. I think we're gonna end up making a trade for. I could see us trying to make a trade for a higher draft pick. I'm gonna need somebody need to pick up Cam. Cam Chargers pick up Cam. Hey, nah. We don't get Cam. We we might get Cam. What about or Jameis Winston, the Tampa Bay's old quarterback? He led the league in passes. I mean, touchdowns and interceptions at the same time. We just need somebody that can throw, really. Right? We don't even need somebody that can run. Cam would just be. I don't know. I see Cam as being like um. He can throw now. No, he can throw. Don't get me wrong. He can throw. But I see him being like, um, Uh, you ever seen the game plan? Yeah. Dwayne Rod Johnson, when he he had the blocking, he had time, and he had the full lineup, and he just ended up running it. Yeah. Cam Cam been hurt too much to do that. He didn't been hit enough. You see him training. You see how hard he's training. Yeah, to get a job, he's not trying. (laughs) Nobody's trying to. (laughs) Nobody's trying to get hit like that. It said here, third round, y'all gonna pick Jalen Hurts, who's a really good quarterback out of Oklahoma on the mock draft. Mm. They said he. Yeah, I might get him. I I hope somebody. I'm gonna watch. I don't want to be. He said we all in on Tyrod Taylor. I don't want Tyrod Taylor to be my quarterback. At the beginning of the season. That's what it's looking like. <laughs> I know we got some other areas to pick up, but come on now. I don't want Tyrod Taylor. Crazy thing is, we're not even looking for. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, of course we're looking for a top quarterback, but we're also looking for a defensive lineman and uh, two other positions. I think. So we might draft yeah. a linebacker. We, we look got, our defense is good when healthy. We just need some. Some offense, man. We need some help offensively. We need a line. We need us go ahead and drop a bag on the offensive line. <laughs> Y'all need man, a get line. Tyra, yes. Get Tyra Taylor out there, man. <laughs> we got Keenan Allen, somebody else to throw it to. Yeah. Tyra Taylor, he, I don't want him to be our number one. 
Yeah. Don't close the door, Cam. <laughs> Cam is ours. If we if we can talk him down, he he'd be a nice patriot. And I, I got love for Cam because he started out in North Carolina, and I was supporting him when he was here. I hate that he what he did in the Super Bowl, but we not gonna talk. That about wasn't him. his fault though. Yeah, that wasn't that all of it. Yeah, exactly. That wasn't his fault. His whole line wasn't blocking for him at all. Yeah, he just kept getting. They went hit. out there. I was just mad they went out there, and it was just embarrassing. All of North Carolina was rooting All of North Carolina was embarrassed. Exactly. I was sitting there rooting them on. I was like, I, I, was, I was happy for y'all, and y'all just went out and did that. That was the year I think we got knocked out by the Chiefs. Y'all Patriots? Yeah. Uh-oh. We got knocked out by the Chiefs that year. I'm not positive, though. But – I hope Cam go ahead, come on, be a Patriot, and then we can go ahead and move on with our our season like nothing happened. Now I get the feeling him and Edelman ain't gonna be the best of friends. Why? Just just cause the two personalities don't add up in my mind. But oh no, that Boston if person. I'm feeding you the ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, as long as they can just get that chemistry on the the field down, I think we'll be all right. Another dude, I'm gonna need AB to get a job. I'm gonna need it because AB, AB been training too. Goodness, AB is nice. He just he one of the top top receivers like ever. Yes, and just, he losing it a little bit, just a little bit. Slightly. Yeah. But he he doing better. He apologized. He got his baby mom back in the house with him. He everything is okay at the at their household. All he been doing is training. There we go. His cousin Marquise on the on the uh, Ravens. Marquise Brown is, is fire too, bro. His cousin, hey, great player. I think if we could, if we could get a trade for uh, well, no, never mind. Cause we was I was about to say Odell, but Odell, I think he already did try to go for the Patriots one at one point, didn't he? I don't know. He's and, not, even if he did, he's not gonna want to go there now with, with now with no Tom. quarterback. But yeah. then again, he he. They talking about trading the Browns. Talking about trading to the Vikings. I feel bad Vikings? for Odell. The Odell, yeah, because they got rid of Stephon Diggs, and he oh, that at is least right. there he would get the ball a lot. Yeah, they. It's what sucks about him. He never been in a good situation with a solid quarterback, so he can't really show off his potential. And he they Odell, he hurt. got the speed and the agility to do stuff in the he hands. Just, yeah, he got it, but he just. Ain't had that opportunity to really show it. So, yeah. If we get a new young quarterback, he can come over to us and help us out. Mm. We'll we'll gladly take him. Mm. I don't think that he wants a young quarterback. He wants somebody. The fantasy, trying to win. The the fantasy team I'm seeing in my mind is uh, Cam, and then we get Odell. Let him get a job first. Let him get a job yeah. first. We go ahead sign Cam. We get Odell trade for Odell. And we got uh, Julian Edelman already there. I think we'd be a solid team. We'd be a solid contender against the the new Patriots, which is the Buccaneers. Mm. But they ain't going nowhere. They the coach. Hey, coaching plays just as big a part as the quarterback. You see, uh, Belichick played his cards right. He still we still got Belichick for another solid year. Or so it's a couple of years. But let's see. As long as you're still wearing that hoodie, we good. I don't know. But uh yeah, that's been the cancel us episode. <laughs> that's yeah. been the cancel us podcast. We got we got a little sidetracked on sports, but um 
we're gonna get our episodes back together for real this time and every week <laughs> every week we gonna get back on the on track yeah. Ron ain't slowing down our, our vibes so we good we appreciate you for listening check us out on all social media at cast love Par, twitter Thank instagram you. facebook hey. and uh, stay safe stay quarantined stay clean exactly deuces peace Thank you.